When I was asked uh, months ago if I would come, I was so humbled. And we don't even have time for my testimony, but I'll quickly share because what the Lord told me we were going to talk about um, was intimacy. And um, I think they sent me an email a little while, a month or so ago, and said, what are the titles of what you're going to speak on? And I said, I don't have a clue. The only word that the Lord continues to bring is intimacy. And so in order for me to allow the Lord to share that with you, then I must become intimate with you this week. And so we're going to do a lot in 10 minutes. We're going to talk about intimacy. Um, we're going to talk about the church. But I am a woman who's been married 41 years as of this month. I have four adult children, three sons and a daughter, 39, 37, 32, 30, and five grandchildren, of which my oldest is here in her bed watching me, I think, on the television. She is a... Um, a freshman at the University at Albany in pre-med, and my baby grand is two years old. Um, and I love my family. And I love people, and you know what? I feel like I am so blessed because you are too my family. And I'm gonna say this quickly and move on, but my mother was English. My father was in World War II, he came here, and my mother became pregnant. And so, I'm being intimate. He left, went home, and she left her country and her people and followed him, and they disowned her. And she died at 35 of a broken heart. I was four years old, and what we learn is that God provides. I have received so much love without that mother. And for all the years, I denied her because I was raised by another mother. And about two years ago, I realized you must honor her too. But she was an English woman, so to come back here is so emotional for me because I imagine that mother who went to a country, left her own people to grab hold of this man that she loved with a broken heart. I'm sure some of the last thoughts she must have had before she died was if I could just get home to my country. And at 59, which is what I am, that the Lord would bring me here to her country to share with you who God is in love, the love that has carried me. And so I'd like to open this morning with John 17, 22 and 23. I have given them the glory that you gave me, that they may be one as we are one. I in them and you in me, may they be brought to complete unity to let the world know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. Intimacy and the church. When I looked intimacy up, it says close, warm friendship, understanding, an act or expression serving as a token of familiarity 
or affection, a feeling of belonging together, closeness, understanding, confidence, confidentiality. That's intimacy. But why is intimacy so important? Why did the Lord say it's intimacy this week for all of us? And what he shared with me is that it's intimacy that actually activates God's love, his power, and his healing. It's kind of like my phone. This is a very expensive phone. I've had about five of them in a year. My husband says he does not know what's wrong with me. I have dropped them, lost them. This is a new phone. This phone is expensive. I do everything on this phone. It has my whole life in this phone. I do emails. I, my Bible. I almost didn't bring a Bible because of the weight. And it's like mom said, you take your Bible. I'm like, well, my Bible's on here. Take your Bible. Guess what? In this country, with all the information and knowledge on this phone, it can do nothing. Do you know why? It's not activated. We are the same way if we're not activated by, by God's love. We can have all the information. We can have the Bible memorized. We can feed the homeless. We can come in here and preach. We can do all sorts of things. But if we are not activated, it means nothing. And the activation comes with intimacy. You see, if Jesus, if our creator used intimacy, what makes us think that we can be effective without it? With the Samaritan woman, which our pastor like last night spoke about, how intimate was that? that Jesus was there with her and asked her for a drink of water? Or how about Zacchaeus? Zacchaeus, you know, was a bad man. But he was a wise man because something motivated him to embarrass himself. We hear all these stories. But just think, this man climbed a tree. That had to be a little humiliating. But you see, when we really have a desire to have intimacy with the Lord. We'll do anything. And Zacchaeus climbed that tree. And the Lord became intimate with him. He said, come out of that tree. I'm going home with you. And then he said in Luke 19, 6, Jesus said, today is salvation day. Acts um, 12, 11. Um, Peter in the jail. How intimate it was that the Lord sent an angel to walk him out. The Lord could have just opened the gates up and just, you know, he could have walked out by himself. But in intimacy, he sent an angel to escort Peter out of the jail. How intimate was it when the Lord knew what was coming, when he called his disciples together for the Last Supper? And what did he do? He washed their feet because he already knew that he had to activate in them through intimacy his power, his love, and his healing because he knew that they were going to need to remember that intimacy after they betrayed him, 
that would be the only thing that they would be able to survive on after the disappointment of disappointing their Savior was the intimacy he provided for them by washing their feet, which empowered them. So why do some of us have trouble with intimacy? I don't want you to answer, but how many of you really know that you're not comfortable with intimacy? You're not comfortable one-on-one. -on -one. You're not comfortable sharing your story, your testimony. Do you know, there's Chuck Swindoll, he's not Adventist, but he's a man that speaks, and something he said I'll never forget. He said that there are things the Lord has given us in our lives that are the very reason we were created. And those things we are so embarrassed and ashamed of that we hide our testimony. And that's why so many of us are not happy, because our testimony is in sharing. You're going to hear mine this week. My sons went to jail. I can, I'm going to share all kinds of things with you. Because if we don't share them, we're nothing. We're not activated. So why do we? The reason we aren't comfortable with intimacy for many of us is because we have all experienced emotional needs which went unmet. The result is disappointment, loss, and pain. And the principle is in the relationship, when our God-given relational needs are met, we experience intimacy. We, we might express this in truth as an equation that intimacy needs that are met equal feeling special, loved, and cared for. But intimacy needs that are not met bring feeling unimportant, unloved, uncared for, and insecure. But the good news is, it doesn't matter who's disappointed us in our life. It doesn't matter what your husband or your wife has done or your children have done or even what you've done. It doesn't matter if we understand the importance of intimacy. And that comes with our Savior, with our Lord. So how can we be healed from the disappointments, loss, and pain of our experiences? There's one way. Making ourselves available to Jesus. Climbing up the sycamore tree as Zacchaeus did and finding a place in our lives that allows us to get a glimpse of our Savior and receive him intimately. Now my time is about up, so let's talk about the church. Well, what is the church? Who is the church? Do we think the church is a building? Do we think it's where we go to church? I want to read something to you in Acts. In Acts, let me see where it is. Acts 17, 24, and 25. The God who made the world and everything in it is the Lord of heaven and earth and does not live in temples built by hands. He lives in our hearts which means that every person is a possible candidate for being part of the church. Would that be why he tells us to go to the prisons? Because his church is there? We think we go to help them to be the church. We, we think we're going to help them 
do you know when I went in the prisons, I found Jesus there in a way I had never seen him before. So when he tells us go into the prisons, he's saying my church is already there. When he says go to the widows, go to those that are hungry with the children, he's taking you to the church. See, we have it confused. We think we're in the church in our building and that we're going out there to do some great deed. He is showing us that this is my church over here and you need to come and join them. So the church, ladies and gentlemen, are simply people. Everyone that you come across, everyone that you see on the streets, everyone that you work with, all of the children everywhere can be part of the church. But you know what it takes? Tell me, what does it take? What does it take for us to share? What does it take when you go into the inner city? The Lord's telling you one word. What is it? Intimacy. Can we say it together? Intimacy. Intimacy one with one. So in our closure, we must seek God in intimacy, and he will activate his power, his love, and his healing first with us, and then he will use us to heal others. He will fill us with his power and his love so he can use us in healing others in intimacy. God's church is filled with his power. It's filled with his love. It's filled with his healing through the intimacy first with God, then with one another. As God directs each footstep, each embrace, each word out of each mouth, and I want us to close with Isaiah 5-9. Isaiah 42-5-9. 5 through 9, excuse me. And I'm going to read all of this, and I want you to listen. Isaiah 42-5-9. This is what God the Lord says. He who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread out the earth and all that comes out of it, who gives breath to its people and life to those who walk in it. I, the Lord, have called you and me in righteousness. I will take hold of your hand. I will keep you and I will make you to be a covenant for the people and a light for the Gentiles, to open eyes that are blind through intimacy, to free captives from prison through intimacy, and to release from the dungeon those who sit in darkness. I am the Lord, that is my name. I will not give my glory to another or my praise to idols. See. The former things have taken place, and new things I declare. Before they spring into being, I announce them to you in intimacy. God bless you.